0: recording in progress. Thank you all so much for joining me today. Before I begin, I need to pray. Father God, we just come boldly before your throne of grace. God, we thank you so much for leading us and being a part of our lives. God, we just pray that you inspire us, encourage us. Let us accept your encouragement, accept the information that you give, God. We accept- <laughs> You just allow us to receive your word today. Keep our hearts softened and melted for you, Lord. And just lead me in this discussion, God. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for filling me up. I just pray that you allow me to not forget anything that I needed to talk about today. Let me minister grace to the hearer, that which is edifying, where they can receive it, God. And also, God, let us just understand your word and receive revelation, interpretation, God. Well, we are not the only ones that apply it in our lives, but we can tell other people about your word and they can apply what they need to apply in their life. Father God, we just ask that you please continue to give us discernment because we need discernment, Lord. Through your power of your Holy Spirit, God allow us to maintain discernment uh the, allow us to keep the gifts of the holy spirit god and allow us to make sure that we are obedient to the holy spirit and that we do not grieve the holy spirit in the name of jesus so we thank you today lord we just ask that you just allow your word to grow in our hearts god and just let us improve in areas where we need improvement in the name of jesus christ Please allow your will to be done, not ours, not anyone else's, but yours. In the name of Jesus Christ, it is sealed in your atonement blood. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining me today on Laws, Life, and Health. Let's talk about it. So um, today I'm going to continue on in the discussion of women's health. All right. Let me go ahead and share my screen. Share the sound here too now i know that i had um on tuesday i actually had ended the podcast i was talking about this article that was made by um toxic links i am i hopefully i will be able to get back on that today i still have it pulled up i'm on figure three of understanding the sanitary products market um from uh, 2014 to 2025 so before i go into that i really actually wanted to go back into the word today so the lord just put it on my heart for me to continue on and talking about the religious pharisees so i wanted to go back to that now let's go back to i want to go to matthew 27 verses 20 through 22. okay It says, but the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? Asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate asked. They all answered, crucify him. You might be wondering, why would anyone in the world listen to a religious Pharisee when they are affluent with corruption? plotting evil and have killed jesus christ whom was 100 man and 100 god so let's let's try to understand this for a second right the chief priests these are people who were serving god the people that were a part of watching jesus heal the sick and raise the dead they watched all of the things that jesus did but yet They persuaded the crowd to choose a murderer in place of Jesus. So they wanted to choose a murderer. They chose that which was evil in place of that which was righteous. So Barabbas, they chose someone that was with sin and wanted Jesus executed. So Jesus is what? 100% man and 100% God. Now you may be asking yourself, why, why would they choose the latter? Why would they do that? Well, they did that because they themselves were deceived. That's what they were. They are deceived. And a lot of times there are so many people in this world, instead of them choosing God, they're choosing evil. They're choosing depression. They're not choosing happiness. The peace that God is God is saying, go this way. And now if you go this way, I will provide you with peace. You will have longevity. You're going to have everything that you need. Just follow God. But yet, it's so many people in this world that are not choosing God. They're choosing the latter. They're choosing the barabbas. They're choosing what they feel over what they really need. So these are the chief priests and the elders of the law basically so they said crucify him Crucify jesus whom they seen heal the sick they, they it wasn't like these people did not see what jesus did it wasn't like they didn't they actually saw jesus heal people they saw jesus when he healed The sick and then one day they say oh he's healing on the sabbath so they try to get jesus to stumble there so they were never a supporter of god you understand they never ever wanted to support god they never ever wanted to support jesus so they chose barabbas in place of jesus people are going to be choosing a lot of different things to convince you to choose the latter They're going to convince you to choose those things that are going to bring you down instead of those things which are going to bring you up. So, these chief priests and the elders, they persuaded the crowd. How did they persuade the crowd? These are some of the same people that also seen Jesus heal the sick and raise the dead. So, imagine you never seen somebody get healed ever in your life, and then all of a sudden you see them get healed. You never seen someone get raised from the dead and then i'll see them get raised from the dead so it wasn't like during this time that they they didn't know what was going on with jesus many people knew what was happening they knew that jesus was going around healing the stick and raising the dead so this is why Pilate didn't want to have anything to do with it but he still participated in the demise of jesus christ's crucifixion so the crucifixion it was inevitable that it was going to take place. But those people that was a part of that crucifixion process, those are the ones they're going to be held at a high rate of accountability. Why? Because they were they they were able to see what God did, but yet they still did not believe. Right? So many times you see a lot of different physicians that work in hospitals and clinics where people get healed. They get healed. And when they get healed, the physicians say that they don't know what happened or how did this happen, you know? It's because God is trying to show that there is a miracle that just taking place. When God was here on earth, these people still rejected God. They did not believe in him. They saw what he was able to do, and they still did not believe in him. Even when the point to to when he got crucified and and the the earth had shook, they heard a loud voice from heaven. These people heard the voice of God from heaven and they still doubted. There are going to be people all the way up into the end. They're going to still doubt. They're going to still serve the enemy because that's who they choose to serve. So you can't be persuaded by these people. If someone is saying the truth to you, we we have created out outlets for you to get the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. The word of God is the truth. Anything else that's proclaiming to be truthful is false. It's a false prophet. So beware of the false prophets. Okay, there are so many people in this world walking around this earth saying, "This is the truth. This is the truth." this is the truth this is the truth i'm providing a way to tell you the truth this is the truth that is the truth this is the truth this is the truth the word of god is true this is coming from the bible okay so what we need to be doing is making sure that you're looking at the word of god and what the word of god says and that you're not just listening to what people say like i said before yes i when i go to church i do I do look at the screen and I do pay attention to what the scripture says on the screen, but also looking and confirming myself because I want to make sure that I'm reading the right thing. I want I want to be able to read it, you know. So these are things that you're supposed to be able to do. You you should be wanting to always learn. So it is so important for us. Why would they listen to some religious Pharisees who have been plotting to kill Jesus the whole time? They want, they wanted to listen to him, wanted to listen to them. They wanted to listen to them priests. They wanted to listen to those elders. They had a desire to like Eve had a desire to eat the tree of the forbidden, of the forbidden tree that God told her not to, but she had a desire. She said that it was pleasing to her. eye. So she entertained the thought and so that thought influenced her to make a decision and now she's entertained by the snake and now the snake convinces her that it's okay for her to eat it the same way with the priests and the elders people are going to persuade you to do all type of stuff but that doesn't mean that you have to do it that doesn't mean that you have to listen to it you have to listen to the voice of the lord you have to be governed by the holy spirit quit listening to these false prophets and these false pharisees these religious pharisees and sadducees because they are still living here on earth so they their main goal is to go against god and go against his children because guess what they're gonna always plot evil they're gonna always plot evil against the children of god And they're gonna always try to you know um maintain some of the most highest deceptive practices that you'll ever see or hear so in verse um i'm sorry the characteristic number nine they took away the key of knowledge they blocked people from getting into heaven and they themselves did not get in so understanding means throwing away your knowledge you have to be able to let go of some of those things that have been holding you back from fully fully allowing god to govern your life we need to be governed by the holy spirit we need governance from god god is our authority god the word of god is his author, authoritative word when god says something in the word that's as simple as that that's what it should be now it, it, it starts with us having the ability to transform. We need to transform and unlearn some things that is prohibiting us from fully living at our fullest potential. God wants us to live at our fullest potential. Now everyone isn't gonna have, you know, that that sort of um uh, uh assertiveness, right? You have to you have to be assertive. You have to choose God. You have to desire and crave God, crave his word and understanding of it. Matthew 23 and 13, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's face. You yourselves do not enter. Nor will you let those enter who are trying to. So they're going to corrupt your understanding, corrupt your thinking. You can't allow that to happen. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life to govern by leading you directly down, directly in the path of righteousness. So God wants us to be righteous. He sees the potential in us. Does everyone have the potential? Absolutely not. Some people say, well, we all are, we are, everybody's God's child. Everybody is not God's child. As we have been seen through, through the scripture, right? That everyone is not God's children. All right so let's just focus and understand what that is we we everybody does not belong to god so if you go to um here let's go to luke chapter 11 verse 52 uh well so you experts in the law because you have taken away the key to knowledge you yourselves have not entered and you have hindered those who were entering see so matthew 23 and 13 and luke 11 and 52 correlates right john 12 42-43 through 43. yet at the same time many even among the leaders believed in him but because of the pharisees they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue for they love human praise more than the praise from god so you can't care about what people think you cannot care about you know what these religious pharisees are feeling towards you or how or how they feel or what they think let them think whatever they want let them feel whatever they want right because their way of thinking isn't going to get you into the kingdom of heaven you can listen to the word because they they, they know the word of god but that doesn't mean that they are going to be practicing in what the word of god tells them to do so they loved human praise more than the praise from God. And so those things you have to pay attention to. It's not about praising people. It's about living a life that fulfills God. It's not about whether or not you like the way God has changed me. It's about whether I like the way God is changing me. Do God like the way that I'm changed, right? So it's about you know you living a life of... Um, real fellowship with God. How are you communi- communing with the Lord? How often are you communicating with Him? How do you feel when you're not talking to God? Normally, when you're not talking to some people that you know, you feel some type of way if they don't call you, or you know, you feel like, okay, so why haven't you called my phone? I haven't talked to you all day, or I haven't talked to you all week. So it's not really about that, right? It's about how are you feeling when you don't talk to God? How are you feeling? when you know you you spending time away from god how are you feeling do it impact your life if it's not really impacting your life you know whether or not you have a good relationship you don't have to prove anything to anyone that's between you and god so god knows what's in your heart he knows if if you if you're doing things if you are the type of person that does things to impress other people then that is going to hinder you in your walk, in your relationship with God. You you are supposed to be living life for, to fulfill what God wants. Not about what people want. You know, like, if I if I do my hair, I'm doing my hair because I think it look cute. It's not because I'm doing my hair to get a compliment from you. I don't need your compliments. I know I'm, I have confidence in myself. God, my confidence is attached to Christ. So... When I do things it's not to please people it is to, ultimately is to please God and to please myself Okay, so that's you know, like if I'm doing on my hair or if I'm wearing a, a certain outfit it, it isn't to to impress other people. It's oh, I'm, I feel comfortable in this. This is a nice color This is the outfit that I want to wear, right? so Those type of things and so 10 um, they devoured widows houses, too so they try to overpower. Matthew 23 and 14 it says it says woe unto you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for ye devour widows houses and for a priest to make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. So what they do is they they try to make long long prayers, you know, for everybody to see they do all of these things for other people to see them and uh, for them to be praised by other people, right? And so like one thing that i learned with going to school is you always want to be coachable you always want to be teachable and no matter how much you know or no matter how smart you may feel that you are or no matter how much you've learned like for me no matter how much i've learned no matter how much i've read i never want to feel like i know too much i want i want to be able to learn from everyone so God still uses people all around you in a good way. So, how are your what what is your lens seeing in other people? How are you viewing other people? So, we need to be able to see the good in people. And so when when you when you are equipped with the Holy Spirit, you walk with the Holy Spirit. You you talk in through the Holy Spirit. When you see people, you can see them through the eyes of the holy spirit not your not your own so it's like guess what i can't understand that this person has great good qualities they may not even see all of these good things in their own self see because just because the holy spirit has allowed you to see the greatness in them they may not even see the greatness in themselves so god puts you in a lap in a life in a path for you to speak life to them and to speak certain things to them god uses us nothing is by coincidence understand that okay and so that's important to understand um 11 they said long prayers pretending they were righteous we can also see scripture matthew 23 and 14 above and i just read that one and uh also another scripture that correlates with that is mark 12 and 40 and luke chapter 20 verse 47. So they were, they're pretending to be fine and righteous with the lord but really in actuality they are not because if they were they would have never they could have never attempted crucifying jesus right so that same spirit is one of the same spirits that's living on today you know in society today and you can't be deceived by them all right they are leaders sometimes some of them are leaders in the church some of them are you know able to influence many members of the church but it doesn't matter about what you see it matters about your relationship with god and how are you praying for these people because it isn't about us it's about them getting into the kingdom of god it's about them getting into the kingdom of heaven so yes just because you see a religious pharisee or just because you know well that person is a religious pharisee guess what god identifies all of us and he knows who we are on the inside so just because we you you are equipped with the holy spirit it doesn't necessarily equate to you being god so we're not supposed to judge even though we identify god shows us things and he allows us to see certain things so that we can pray about those things. We are not God to judge. We are not God to say, okay, well this person is this and that, you know, that person is going to continue to do this and continue to, you know, those those things, you are, you are basically condemning the person. So that's not our position. God shows us things. He allows us to see things through the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can know what to pray for. And so that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to pray about things. So the 12th characteristic is that they went on land and sea to convert people and they made those uh, converts twice a child of hell as themselves. And so I have this picture here of some Disney character in a, in a girl, but you know, I just wanted to give you a visual. That's basically the reason why the picture is there. So Matthew 23 and 15, it says, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, You travel over land and sea to win a single uh, convert. And when you have succeeded, you make them twice as much a child of hell as you are. You see that? So instead of them, when they convert people, instead of them making them children of God, they're making them worse because of their religiousness. They're a religious Pharisee, right? So what God really wants us to do is understand that being religious is not going to get you into the kingdom of, of heaven. It's so important to be able to pray for people because if you're not praying and you are talking about them and you slandering them, that's vicious, right? You being unethical, that's low, it's wicked, it's vile. You don't want to do those type of things because evil people always support each other. That is their chief strength. So a person that is going to be out here gossiping and slandering and being vicious to other people by talking about them and just bringing them down to the ground and now you're you're bringing more people into that circle of viciousness and slander and gossip and you know all of that unethical type of behavior that's promoting the kingdom of Satan. Evil people always support each other. That is their strength. Matthew 23 15 confirms that so they they will travel all over the land and the sea to win a single convert they will convert people and when they have succeeded they make them twice as much a child as hell as they are and that's what the scriptures say so you have to understand that they will do anything to convert people over into their way of life into their way of thinking that's why too many, not too many times. I'm not gonna allow people into my circle like that. You can't just come and and just be. I don't want you to around me every single day if you're not going to be, you know, striving to make it to the kingdom of heaven like me. Like in the in the um this song, what's his name? Brian T. He says Brian T. Say heaven is my destination. So our destination is heaven. So if when we are out here ministering to people and they're not you know we just ministering to them god uses us to plant the seed and to water a seed in their life you know and once he plant the, and water the seed like god told us to god is going to be the one that ultimately grows it in their life but they have to choose god god gives us all free will and so what happens is is that when you when you go around people and you stay around certain people that type of thinking that they have because their minds they're conformed to this world they're not transformed see god is god says in the word that be be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind right so if your mind is renewed you're not going to want to strengthen or promote the kingdom of evil right because guess what they, we can't partake in those type of activities those type of activities is not encouraging those activities don't inspire us right why don't they inspire us because they are they are debatable they are problematic they are arguable they are disputable you know god doesn't want us practicing in those type of things god want us to be focused on the kingdom of heaven and those things that are righteous because if you constantly if you if you if just say you gossip every single day if you're doing that every single day you know what happens is now you're now it's influencing you now you can be influenced to gossip now you're not just going to be gossiping yourself you're going to be gossiping with other people and then that's going to lead to another what what accompanies gossip now you're going to be slandering somebody you might end up you know not just slandering them now it's going to lead to strife it's, it might end up to some jealousy it might end up to some arguments and some contention and some strife And all of these sorts of things are accompanied with gossiping, and so if just say if you are praying, what what is accompanied with prayer? You got prayer when you pray. You gonna have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can lead you. God can talk to you and communicate with you. you. Your steps are gonna be ordered by God. All of these things is accompanied with prayer. So you understand that God opens your eyes to see things and opens your ears to hear you know differently from the rest of the world so you now you are inspired by god you are encouraged by him right so uh um, matthew 23 16 through 17 it says woe to you blind guides you say if anyone swears by the temple it means nothing but anyone who swears by the gold of the temple is bound by that oath you blind fools which is greater the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred you know so what this is what this is saying here is like look when you go into the house of the lord be respectful you know you you sitting up here you you swearing by the gold like the gold means something don't that's not what matters what matters is that when you show up there is the presence of god showing up with you you go into the house of the lord be respectful where you can congregate with other people who have have the holy spirit they have access to the holy spirit right so 14 they talked and do and do not do anything so they talk and do not do anything at all so do not disturb them right matthew 23 and 3 says so you must be careful to do everything they tell you but do not do what they do for they do not practice what they preach they are not practicing what they preach yes because they say they love that doesn't mean that they love are they going to abandon you when you need them can they be there to support you in prayer? Can they be there to help you get through your situation and and pray with you and get on their knees and, and you all see God together? So if they're not doing that, how are they there? You know, like of course you don't want to call people before you pray to pray with God. You pray to God first. You call a prayer partner. That's who we gotta get in the habit of calling. We have to have prayer partners, prayer people, prayer folk intercessors instead of you calling somebody that want to talk about somebody else you need to call somebody that can pray with you you need to call somebody that's willing to pray you need to call someone that is willing to get on their knees and pray to god quit calling people that can't practice what they they even praise god with their lips and their heart was far from him so just because a person say that they they care about god ask them what's your favorite scripture if you if you can't tell uh if you if you say you love god but you don't even read the bible how do you know god because if you you know your parents most people know the people they love they know their kids you're gonna love them you you know your family you love them you know your friends you you love them you know your spouse you love that person you you love the people you know right because you know those people you love them you you know what kind of food they like you know what type of outfit they like you know their favorite color you know the shoes they like you know those things because when you love people you're going to know those things about them you're going to know what their favorite food is you're going to know what their favorite color is you're going to know where they going like to go out to eat you're going to have interest in those things of the same thing that the people who you say you love for instance, right? I know that my sister, she loves she loves cooking. She loves making food. She loves making desserts. She loves chicken and pastas and stuff like that, right? She loves that. She know my she knows some of my favorite songs, my favorite gospel songs at that, right? She lo- she knows them. Right? And even though we not as close as we should, you know, I still feel that we we love each other so much where we still know each other right we don't have to talk to each other every single day to know that i love my sister and my sister loves me all right um if something is going on between us we still show up for each other right and so that's what we're supposed to do because we are sisters and do every is everyone like that probably not and is everyone should everybody be like that yes we should still be able to pray for each other even when we're upset you know we supposed to be humble about things we you when you say you love people you're gonna get to know them you know what your husband like to eat you know what type of food what's his favorite food you know what your your kids favorite movie are right you know these things so if you say you know God then you should know what his word tells you you should know at least one promise from God you should know one scripture from him and if you don't know quit talking about God like you do just stop it because you don't know about God so don't nobody want to hear you keep saying that you do if you don't you don't even have a favorite scripture oh I'm blessed I have God all in my life If you blessed and you have god all in your life so what is your favorite scripture let's talk about good scripture let's talk about some covenant promises of god what is one of your favorite scriptures right so don't you know we can't just praise god with our lips and not have them in our heart the word of god is going to be in your heart i don't care what's going on in your life god's word is going to be in you right now we're living in the last days There are going to be a lot of people in this world that say that they have god but they don't have god they are without god they praise god with their lips but god is far away from their heart people lie. their actions don't they could they could say whatever they saying but their actions will show that it's a lie because if you see what they do and they speak with their mouth it don't relate it's not not right related they don't match their words don't match match their actions they're lying to you if a person say they love you and beat you upside the top of your head what is that showing you because while they beating you upside the top of their head they telling you how they feel about you too so you have to listen to the lad through the person's actions too. listen to they listen to their watch listen my son he said mama you have to listen to people actions it's like that's a good statement listen to their actions okay i get it listen to their actions son you know so you gotta li- you have to listen to a person's actions just because they say that they love god with their lips it doesn't mean that they love god in their heart and if they're not trying to do anything to improve their relationship with god why would you want to indulge with in a company every single day god says in the word how can two walk together unless they are in agreement so you want to be in agreement with the people that you walk with because if something can happen and and that person that person not praying with you you know that you want to have people that is able to pray with you about things so matthew 7 and 6 says Do not give dogs what is sacred do not throw your pearls to pigs if you do they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you into pieces what does that mean that means that just because people you know you you show them what's good but if you showing it to a dog into a pig or or some some people out here that's reckless some people out here that don't care about nothing nothing about what you're saying they care nothing about what you are talking about at all they will devour you at the within the quickest possible they will devour you so don't throw what is sacred in front of people that don't care about it they don't care about listening to you so you just speak the word of god and you just keep it moving That's what I'm starting to learn. I'm starting to realize that more and more and more. Speak the word of God and keep it moving. God is going to grow the word in their heart. God is the one who influences them through other people and through the power of the Holy Spirit. As the person allows the Holy Spirit to enter into their heart, they will grow. They can't grow without without God. They can't. They're going to be stagnant. It's stagnation stagnation versus the development they're not going to be able to do that and that's a part of the, like the the Erickson stages of development i don't know why that just came to my mind but it's ericsson eight stages of development where stagnation versus growth development and i was just thinking about that when um thinking about how some people are limited with having access to the holy spirit because they don't allow the holy spirit to equip them they don't allow the holy spirit to lead them so you just speak the word keep it moving and let god that's it so 15 um they were fools blind guides and hypocrites success lies in taking action so matthew 23 16 through 25 woe to you blind guys you say if anyone swears by the temple it means nothing but anyone who swears by the gold of the temple is bound by that oath And so I just read that, right? And let's look at verse 23. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. Right? You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. Don't Don't neglect justice, mercy, and faithfulness. There are people out here... Who say okay well you you want to they all of these people everyone keeps talking about slavery reparations and it was kind of bothersome a little bit because all i keep thinking in my mind is unless the unless a person grows in that relationship with god they'll never fully understand what justice is they'll never fully understand what mercy is or faithfulness so you are you trying to legislate we cannot legislate justice in a way where it provides people to have morals. They are never ever gonna fully understand and, and cling or fix what real justice is, what real mercy is, what real faithfulness is, right? So as the world continues to um, become more and more dominant by fleshly desires and by you know being motivated by these carnal uh way of thinking so carnal mindedness isn't going to allow a person to understand what real justice is being carnal isn't going to allow a person to understand what real mercy is being carnal minded isn't going to allow a person to understand what real faithfulness is all they're going to be able to understand is from their own level of fleshly thinking from their own level of carnal mindedness that means that the a, a person out here can appear to be intelligent or smart to them and, and can easily influence them in a way and deter them away from really thinking so that they, they'll lack real knowledge because now they instead of them accepting the holy spirit they're um speculating about what the holy spirit is saying to them and now they're going to listen to someone else that doesn't even have a clue what real justice mercy and faithfulness is so they're they're like blind people right they they strain out a net but swallow a camel that's what the word of god says in between verse 24 verse 25 says woe to you teachers of the law and pharisees you hypocrites you clean the outside of the cup and dish but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence So you give I I wanted to say this quote that I said earlier. I meant to give the person credit for this. Um so um where it said evil people always support each other, that is their chief strength. That was that um saying was made by Alexander uh Zoshenitsin. Okay. And so that's who that was made by all right now this one says you give but little when you give of your possessions it is when you give of yourself that you truly give you know so we have to give ourselves to the holy spirit we have to allow the holy spirit to lead us we say holy spirit i give you me take me do what you need to do with me have your way with me have your way in my life i choose you god i choose you in everything that i do okay And so what that does it allows the holy spirit to govern you and for you to be led by the holy spirit so um many times people are not going to really support the justice mercy and faithfulness because they are not being led by the holy spirit of god so they're not going to know or or have the knowledge that it means for them to you know um to sort of be Faithful they they don't know what it what all of this means, right? They own they are only going to understand things from their own level of understanding And so we as children of God We cannot assume that everyone is going to have the same equal ability of understanding things the way that we do I'm gonna say this again We as children of God we cannot assume that everyone will have the same equal ability to understand things the way that we do because they will not. In Luke 11:44 through 46, "Woe to you because you are like unmarked graves which people walk over without knowing it." One of the experts in the law answered him, "Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us also." jesus replied and you experts in the law woe to you because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them meanwhile when a crowd of many thousands had gathered so that they were trampling on one another jesus began to speak first to his disciples saying be on your guard against the yeast of the pharisees which is hypocrisy there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. So that is in Luke chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. So Luke 11 and 44, I'm sorry, Luke 11, 44 through 46, and Luke 12, verses 1 through 3 so you have to understand what's in the dark is going to come to the light it doesn't matter how hard a person may stay hidden the truth shall set you free so you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free so god is truth anything that is truth comes from god anything that is truth comes from god Anything that is truth comes from God. Okay. John the Baptist had called the religious Pharisees vipers. Matthew 3 and 7. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, you brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath so like they knew they knew that they were going to be with wrath because they know their hearts is evil their hearts was not with God period they are not they don't belong to God they do not belong to God it was God himself planting seeds in their hearts God himself God himself, Jesus Christ himself speaking to them. Like when I think about Jesus Christ, I just think about Jesus is speaking to these people. Think about the lady that was had the issue with the blood. She was bleeding for 12 years. She crawled underneath the crowd and touched his garment and she was healed. And then jesus said there was power that came out of me who touched me who touched me he felt power come out of him so let me explain this just from her believing that she was going to be healed from touching jesus she was healed so imagine if they really believed in what jesus was saying to them they would have been healed all they had to do was believe it listen to jesus that was it but they did it because their heart was stoned so the 16 characteristic they have is they loved to tempt accuse and oppose jesus so no matter what is going on the people who constantly tempt you the people that constantly tempt you to do those things that are in contradiction to god the people that constantly accuse you the people that constantly oppose you are guess what they are doing they did the same thing to jesus so they're going to do the same thing to you so people that tempt accuse and oppose god those people are religious pharisees they have the spirit of evil in them so this is what they will attempt to do to the children of god as well because they tempt, they accuse and they oppose jesus So they're going to tempt you to do wrong things. They're going to attempt you to do the things of this world. They're going to tempt you to listen to the music. They're going to tempt you to do the things that they like doing out here in this world. They're going to tempt you to defile your body, tempt you to fornicate, tempt you to commit adultery, tempt you to, you know, have depression. Because as long as you keep focusing on bad stuff and and negativity, you're going to be stressed out. So they're gonna tempt you of doing all of those things then they're gonna get the accusing you and opposing you because that's what they did to jesus so just let them do it it doesn't matter once you see it and once you know it pray about it rebuke it and follow god keep going just keep moving forward you cannot stay in a place that the enemy wants you to stay at. you have to be positioned where god wants you to be if God is saying, be still, then you be still, you don't be still sitting up there listening to Satan and his friends and, 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 and his other children. That's what they're going to tempt you to do things that are in contrary to what God wants. They're going to accuse you. And then they're going to oppose you just like they did Jesus. So in Matthew 16 verse one, it says the Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus and tested him by asking him to show them a sign from heaven. Some Pharisees came to him to test him. They asked, is, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? In verse 19 through three. Okay, I must have not put 19 and three up there. Let me, let me get that one. Because I want to read that too. Um, Should be next one. There we go. All right, let me pull this up. Some Pharisees came to him to test and they asked, Is it unlawful? Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? so in verse 4 it says haven't you read he replied that at the beginning of at the beginning the creator made them male and female he and said, for this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh so they are no longer two but one flesh therefore what god has joined together let no one separate so what they were trying to do was confuse you know they thought that what they was testing jesus by their own understanding and they understanding come from the enemy the the enemy is already defeated so what's defeated if you serving a defeated master you're going to lose a defeated person can't win against an overcomer a defeated person can't uh, a a negative person can't win against a positive person right uh you know so a dubious person cannot cannot lose against uh you know a unsavory type of person these things will not happen because positive will always win over negative right And even though like some people say, well, people love negative news. It isn't just people love negative news. You have to understand how corrupt the world has become. The people who you see like negative news, it means that the world of people have just grew in numbers of corruptness. So there's more people in the world that are corrupt now that like negativity more than they like positivity. Or you can say, that the more negative people that you are around they like negativity more than the positive people that you don't allow yourself to be around that's how you could say that so you understand that there are going to be people in this world that are negative people in this world that are positive you have to know that you don't want to be deceived so in Mark 8 11 it says the Pharisees came and began to question Jesus to test him they asked him for a sign from heaven this is Mark 8 and, eight and 11. so Mark 10 and 2 no before I go to Mark 10 and 2 it says so the Pharisees came and began to question Jesus to test him they asked him for a sign from heaven so do you realize how many people in this world out here asking god to show them a sign. if you don't see in romans 1 and 20. let's go to that scripture then because i have to basically correlate what that scripture says in Ro- in romans 1 verse 20. i don't know why it ain't. let's see romans 1 In verse 20. Here we go. It says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities has eternal, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. There is no reason for you to be with excuses. Talk about some talking about show you show god a sin. god needs to show you a sin so that's what they wanted to do so the pharisees came and began to question jesus to test him they asked him for for a sign from heaven you know like that doesn't make any sense all you have to do is read what the word of god says the word of god was already predicting the coming of jesus when jesus was tempted in the desert he was quoting from the book of deuteronomy you understand so these religious pharisees some of them knew the law some of them don't they don't care about the law all they cared about was killing jesus because it was about pleasing the people it was about what they get from having all of this power how it made them feel so power equated to them feeling powerful power from these people created more power within them and it made them feel like they are was unstoppable or something and so you have to think like that now in today's society with so much sensor sensory sensor uh what is it sensory going on some of these people they pay big bucks to keep you from knowing information and then the people who get who's who's so-called oh i'm giving out good information this is the truth that's that is false prophet you understand so you you have to pay attention to what's going on if you're if you're not fully being aware what's happening around you you're going to be deceived And, and right now is not the time to be deceived if you are easily deceived now you're going to be easily deceived later on And so God said that he's going to, God is abandoning people to their deceptive practice. If you choose to follow deception, he's going to let you be abandoned today because you're not following Christ. So in Mark 10 and 2, it says, some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? So that was the one I just read. Then in Mark 12 and 13, it says, later they sent some of the Pharisees and Herodians to Jesus to catch him in his words. They were trying to backstab Jesus. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to backstab him. They wanted to catch him in his words, but how are you going to catch God himself in his words? All these people cared about was power. That's all they cared about. So Luke 6 and 7 says, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. You see that? they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the sabbath so they want they don't even want Jesus healing anybody they don't want Jesus doing nothing they really wanted to just kill Jesus right then and there if they could so they continuously tried to entangle him in his talk there are going to be a lot of people in this world that will entangle you in the things that you say they will entangle your words all the time your words with other people and other conversations they don't have nothing to do with it. They will try to entangle you in your actions. They don't even have to be around you. They're going to try to entangle you with everything. So it doesn't matter about what they think. It doesn't matter about what they say. You just keep on staying the course and allowing God to lead you. You keep on praying to God. You keep on asking God for direction. You keep on seeking God and you keep on allowing him to lead you. Okay? It doesn't matter about what they think. It doesn't matter about what they say. Let them say it. Oh, you think you holier than now, now. Oh, you think you this and you think you that. Let them screw the nazi. Let them do it. Who cares about it? As long as you know what the truth is, why would it matter about what anybody else thinks, right? You know you have a powerful relationship with God. You know that you are a child of God. You know that you walk in victory. You know that God is leading you in in, in, in righteousness, right? You know that you have the Holy Spirit. You have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What are you concerned about? quit being concerned about things as meaningless. Right? Don't allow what these what these people in this world is saying or what what they're talking about because guess what? Our, how are they examining their life? You know, are they requiring other people to do things that they can't even stick to themselves? Remember, we all have our own set of fingerprints, and our fingerprints allows us to see things from a different perspective. So when we stand before God, we're going to see from a different perspective because you are accountable for your own set of fingerprints. You, God has given everybody their own set of fingerprints. You even had your own lip print, you have what God has give, gifted you with. Talking about t- t- uh, a test from God, God has given you your own set of fingerprints you are accountable for the mark that you leave in people's life you are accountable for your actions you have to be even if you don't want to be you can avoid it you can you can um try to ignore it you can try to block it but you have to be accountable for your actions because you can't escape what God it has for you period you can't escape it it's it's there it's gonna be there all right Matthew 22 and 15. Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. See, so they continuously tried to entangle him in his talk. Then they laid plans to trap him in his words. So Paul was a Pharisee and he told of his own nature before his conversion. He said, I, Paul, verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. So when he came on the scene after Jesus' ascension, he persecuted the Christian church they asked for a sign to believe when many were already given if giving yet another sign they would not believe so luke 22 66-67 at daybreak the council of the elders of the people both the chief priests and the teachers of the law met together and jesus was led before them you are the messiah they said tell us that incident mentioned in the given text was after three and a half years of Jesus working miracles healing all types of diseases and even raising the dead why would they need why would they need you know this this is ridiculous they see that Jesus have knew what Jesus's been working miracles healing all types of diseases and raising the dead but they still wanted to trap him. And say, if you are the Messiah, they said, tell us. If, how can you ask God if you are the Messiah? Have you ever seen miracles done like that? You know, what what really is interesting is that, like for me, I'm a miracle child. I literally, my mom was hit by a drunk driver. And she was seven months pregnant with me. And so I just recently found out the other day that it was someone that my family had knew. And I never knew that. But they were inebriated, they was drunk. And mom they hit my mom while she was pregnant with me. And she had to have me with two fractured legs. And I came out of vaginal delivery so let me explain this to you now i don't know how true this is but they say that kids that are born with a c-section really need a lot of help in life because they because they 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 wasn't born naturally they had they had to get help to come out of the womb they're most likely going to need help in life so when you vaginally delivered that means that you know god you just came out you you came out natural process that was the natural process of you being born so not not did my mom just not only hear me do a normal vaginal delivery but when she heard me i was fine right i was just basically a premature child isn't that amazing i am a miracle child i'm a miracle baby so the, the the fact that i was born with my mom hit by a drunk driver and a, as a miracle child you have to understand that there are doctors in this hospital there are family members who seen her there are people that were standing around and seeing her hit by a car there are people that see her with two fractured legs and now they looking at me as a newborn baby like this is a miracle child let me explain this. God just did a miracle not just for my mom, but for everybody that saw it. Not just for the people that were standing around and saw her get hit by a car, but also for the doctors, for the nurses, for the other people who the doctors and nurses told about the miracle. God allowed my birth to be discussed because I'm a miracle child so when you hear about miracles you're going to hear about those things and those things should change the way that you think it change your life and put some perspective on it like there are people that don't believe in god that's what really don't really resonate but but think about this what about the miracles who can exclude those miracles There are people that literally have went to the doctor and have been healed. I am a miracle child. I am a walking, living testimony. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So let me me explain this to you. That miracles happen because God wants to impact your life you hear of a miracle because god wants to impact you how is god impacting you through a miracle how is god impacting you through the person that he's sending your life you know so but instead of the religious pharisees being impacted by jesus they want to now they want to kill jesus now see what they saying here they saying if you are the messiah they said tell us so you have to remember that for three and a half years, Jesus was working miracles, healing all types of diseases, and even raising the dead. But they still won't know if he's the Messiah. Why? Why do you need to know that? You don't you don't know that by now? That he is the Messiah? You don't know that God sent that person in your life by now. You still don't know that. You still don't know that God sent that person in your life yet. See, God already knew our life. God knows our life. God sent people in our life to help us. See, all the things that happened to me in my life, God allowed those things to happen in my life for me to be a living testimony. I am a living testimony. Those things, nothing, nothing that happened to me can impact me. Because God has healed me. So nothing that my enemy can do, nothing that nobody can do to me will impact me in in the negative way. Because guess what? I'm an overcomer. God has already predestined my life. So it doesn't matter even, no matter what situation I, no matter what situation I endure, God has created me to overcome it. So even the things that I have not experienced yet, God has already preordained me to overcome it. Do you understand? I hope that everybody understands what I'm saying here. So let me explain this again. The things in my life that I have not experienced yet, God has already preordained for me to overcome it. It's the same thing with you. When you trust God, you believe in God, and your life is a living testimony, you are called and chosen by God. Your experiences that have not taken place yet, God has already preordained for you to overcome it. Because you have already, before you go through the experience, God is preparing you for that experience. See, I'm prepared. I'm getting, God is already building me up. I'm prepared. I'm prepared for things. You understand? So, like you're the the level of learning that you're at, God has prepared you for that experience. If you allow God to continue to train you and teach you, every experience you'll overcome. You'll overcome it. So the 18th thing is there is hope even for pharisees okay Acts 6 and 7 says so the word of god spread the number of disciples in jerusalem increased rapidly and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith do you see that this scripture right here is so powerful that's why i say the book of acts is very powerful the entire bible is actually but There is so much information in matthew mark luke john and acts you have to really pay attention to this this here now this is some serious stuff this is some serious word right here so the word of god spread do you hear the word of god spread the word of god spread see I don't need nobody to tell me all I just want to read in silence. No. Ain't no reading no silence. Faith comes by hearing and 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 hearing the word of God. Let's say that again. Faith comes by what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So as long as you keep hearing the word of God, guess what? Even if you don't want to read, just put your Bible on audio and let it read to you. Have the word of God being spoken in your home. Because just with you hearing it, it's going to be a scripture that sometimes when I'm sleeping, I'm playing the Bible on my phone because I play it now when I'm going to sleep. And I've been playing like that for the last few months and sometimes i may wake up to a scripture and it's like "Ooh, that just resonated with me thank you god for that word i needed to hear that you know i may get up and use the restroom god just spoke to me through an audio of the, of the bible so this scripture here acts six and seven so the word of god spread so you understand in first john wait is it john i think it's first john no it's john john one and one hold on a second let me make sure because i've been reading now uh john one and one yeah it's john one and one I think. yes it's john one and one so in the beginning was the word word was with god in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god that's the niv version the new living translation says in the beginning The word already existed. The word was with God. And the word was God. The English standard version says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. The King James Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The amplified Bible says in the beginning, before all time, was the word, Christ. And the word was with God. And the word was God himself. When we speak the word, we're speaking God. We are speaking God. Could, like Listen to that for a second we are speaking god when we speak the word of god we are speaking god when we speak the word of god that means so much understand that okay so so there is hope even for the Pharisees, because the word of God was spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem had increased rapidly. Why? Because of the word of God was spread. So if you are an educator, I want to kind of break this scripture down for a second. So Acts 6 and 7. Let's look at verse the beginning of the verse 7. So the word of God spread. That is A. We're going to put A above there the next thing that happened was the number of disciples in jerusalem increased rapidly increased rapidly disciples increased rapidly that's b and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith so priests is c and obedient to the faith is d so guess what this is a and b then c and d educators will know what i'm what i'm saying there so so if it was not for a then b would have not occurred this is for educators now i'm going to say this again educators if a had not occurred then b would not have occurred so what is a so the word of god spread that that's a that that's the first thing that happened the word of God spread it wasn't the religious Pharisees word spread oh it wasn't what the sardices said it wasn't what them the religious Pharisees said again it wasn't that again thank you for the love I really appreciate that it wasn't none of that it wasn't oh you know they said this about such and such you know they said this about her they said that about him you know he's suffering from depression oh he ill oh yeah she's sick too uh you know he got an attitude problem he hated everybody you know he be beating everybody up over there it wasn't what they said the first thing that was said was a which is so the word of God spread that's a B is what disciples increase rapidly so if A, which is the word of God spread, if A had not occurred, then the disciples would not have increased rapidly. So, the word of God, by the word of God spreading, it allowed for what B to take place, which disciples increased rapidly. And then, what did that do? C, large number of priests. That's C. And then d is what obedient to the faith so we see that if a and b then c and d so if a and b occurs then a large number of priests are going to be obedient to their faith but if not a and b which is if not the word of god spreading then the disciples will not have increased rapidly so if not a and b then not c and d so we see that a and b then c and d so word of god spreading that was the number one thing there the word of god needed to spread to give them optimism promise aspiration hope faith cherish wish confidence it you know prospect beliefs brightness endurance long-suffering ambitions assurance desire trust so this tells us what happened after jesus went back to heaven and his disciples preached after being filled with the holy spirit right so as as are you a pharisee in heart come to jesus and tell him you want to be like him Humble yourself like a child. If you are willing, He will change your life and make you a new person. He will cast all your past sins behind His back as He promised, and He will save you so you will neither be one of the two extremes a hardened sin or a self righteous Pharisee who is also a sinner. Let Jesus do this for you now. Help Him to help you by asking him now sincerely so you say god i am willing to change my life i invite you into my heart god i want to be like you lord allow me to be a new person uh i ask that you cast all of my past sins away lord god I don't want to be a hard and sinful person, and I don't want to be a self-righteous Pharisee God or a sinner. I want to be your child, living like you, Father God. Lead me in your path of righteousness. In the name of Jesus Christ, it is sealed in your atonement blood. So remember, you don't want to fall prey to the religious Pharisees that killed Jesus Christ. They killed Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. They continue to practice evil acts because they are more influenced by Satan than any other in the world. So you've been warned. Their deceptive practices negatively impact the relationship that many people have with God. So you want to stop listening to them. They will attempt to send you to hell like they thought they were sending Jesus Christ to. Consequently, due to their inability to see and hear the truth, god abandons them to their desire to believe lies therefore they are blind do not be deceived or blinded by them blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed so romans 2 25 through 29 says circumcision has value if you observe the law but if you break the law, you have become as though you had not been circumcised. So then, if those who are not circumcised keep the law's requirements, will they not be regarded as though they were circumcised? Okay, so the, I put this scripture here to let you all know that it doesn't matter about your race. It doesn't matter about if you're a Jew or Gentile or no matter what you've been through. If you are being obedient to god and you have allowed jesus christ to come into your heart to heal you to save you and you have recognized that jesus christ died on the cross for your sins and was resurrected guess what you are saved god has given you salvation so it doesn't matter about the person being circumcised or not circumcised it doesn't matter if they were a believer or non-believer the fact is, they turn their life around. They believe in God. And that simple is that. They are children of God. So verse 27 says, The one who is not circumcised physically and yet obeys the law will condemn you. Who? Even though you have the written code and circumcision are a lawbreaker. So just because you are a circumcised person and you have the word of God, it don't. but you're breaking it you breaking the law so if you are not circumcised but you obey the law guess what God acknowledges that so in verse 28 it says a person is not a Jew who is one only outwardly nor is circumcision merely outward and physical so you got to be you got to be cleansed from the inside that's what that's this verse saying Romans 2 in verse 28. It's saying that circumcision is not just from your outward physical thing it's it's not just outward and physical it's internally that that circumcision it was a symbolic way to show that the children of god was clean but the circumcision really was meaningless because they were circumcised but yet they were lawbreakers so it couldn't do anything for them so jesus christ had to die on the cross for the atonement of our sins so he paid the debt for the people that are circumcised and still break the law and also for the people who are not circumcised but are obedient to the law so he gave the opportune opportunity to people who were not circumcised as long as they were obedient to the law they'll get salvation and believe it. they believe in christ that jesus christ died on the cross resurrected he was crucified for you he gave the atonement blood you believe that he resurrected and he is god guess what received salvation so the atonement of sins came for us all of us for the circumcised and the, the uncircumcised so verse 29 no person A person is a jew who is one inwardly and one circumcision is the circumcision of the heart by the spirit so it's it was supposed to be symbolic of your heart like who you are you 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 are not going to break the law but it's inevitable that you're going to break the law because of your sinful nature the sin the the uh the flesh is so contaminated that it, it it's detestable so you're going to make mistakes thank you for i appreciate that you're going to make mistakes all the time consciously and unconsciously you have your conscious mind you have your unconscious mind that you're going to inadvertently do things and you're going to still sin even when you're not trying to sin you you may sin just because of a thought or because of your eyes your the lust in your eyes right so no a person is a jew who is one inwardly That's what this means, inwardly. Inwardly you are obedient. Inwardly you love God. Inwardly you know that God cleansed you. You know that he died on the cross for you. Inwardly you know that he paid the debt for you. Inwardly you you don't want to disappoint God. You really don't. It's not about what other people think on the outside. Inwardly you don't want to disappoint God. I know that inwardly, I know I don't want to disappoint God. Right, I don't want to. You know, I, I try to be honest about things and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings sometimes, you know, when it comes to like, I know that they have an extreme amount of emotional um, intelligence and so they're really in tune with their emotions. There's certain way that you can talk to individuals that are, uh, um, you know, emotional. And so we have to be, we need to have emotional intelligence too. So God wants us to be be cleansed from the inside. You know, inwardly, our hearts pure; inwardly, our spirit; inwardly, it's not about what is what other people see, because what they are saying, they're gonna be judged for what their eyes are showing them, for what they choose to depend on their flesh with. You know that their, their flesh is influencing their perspective. The flesh influenced your perception because you thought you solved this man problem; you really didn't you know like i i was doing um project at school and i was trying to analyze nan um so nan is an infinite number it's never ending it it continues to go on on and on and on and on and on but when i began to analyze nan um it was like god was telling me that the number the number nan a, a, a infinite number does have an end. It has an end that is infinite. The infinite is a n end. There's an end to infinite, right? But since you can only think from your perspective, you will never really like fully understand that the infinite number is is there's an end to it so it's kind of interesting but um when i look at numbers it's 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 like i'm reading data i'm reading the information and so when uh when you look at computational data right you have to look at the fact that there are sequences of numbers and on these sequences of numbers they can only be identified once you have the first sequence and the second sequence and the third sequence and the fourth, five, six, seven, you see, it keeps going on and on and on and on and on. But unless you have all of the different sequences, you will never know what the infinite number is. So that's why it's, it appears to be infinite, but in fact, it's not infinite because infinite has an end. And just thinking about that, Sometimes it you you when you want to know something and you ask God, God will teach you and God will show you. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is because a lot of times people that are they feel like they they're saved already. They feel like they have God because they practicing all these different things, but you have to have this self reflection. You have to look at yourself inwardly and the holy spirit i'm going to explain to you i know the holy spirit the holy spirit examines your heart literally the holy spirit will say okay well you're mad at that person well pray for them to do good and so now when you start doing that when you start praying for people and you really mean it and you really forgive people and you really mean it now it's going to become automatic to you this is a part of your norm you know you're going to be doing this all the time because now it isn't the holy spirit having to point out to you okay well pray for that person even though they made you mad can you pray for them to be happy can you pray for them to be blessed can you pray for them to have all of these good things you know it's not the holy spirit leading you to do that now it's it's just the holy spirit has has made you to have this a part of your norm so this is this is your lifestyle now. It's like the Holy Spirit said it a couple times and now you've adopted it and now this is your lifestyle. You know, like I had to pray for a few people that I know that was just trying to bring me down. It's like, okay, God, just have your way with them, help them, whatever it takes. I don't know what they're experiencing. I really don't know what they're going through. You know, um, I, I just ask that you just help them. Whatever it takes for them to for whatever it takes for them to follow you, God, let it happen in the name of Jesus Christ. And so that's how we have to be. So in verse twenty nine, know a person is a Jew who is one inwardly in circumcision and circumcision of the heart by the Spirit, not by written code. Such a person's praise is not from other people, but from from God. So you don't need to feel like it's okay. You circumcised. Oh yeah, I'm circumcised. You know like that's how they was acting back then they were circumcised so they circumcised you know and they think that because they circumcised now they're gonna just enter in the kingdom of heaven but it just don't work that way it's even like right now there are some um there are some women did you know that women can be circumcised too so women there are in some cultures they circumcise women okay and women should be circumcised and so in some cultures, they don't believe that women should be circumcised the circumcision really only applies to the male but in some cultures circumcision applies to male and it also applies to female so let, let me uh look that up for a second let me let me just pull that up um so one time i was i actually was reading this article about uh female uh it's called genital mutilation yeah so wikipedia finally has a word up there that's correct um it's been kind of difficult for me to even under you know like look at anything wikipedia wikipedia is false it's not a reliable source of information so i never ever really rely on any of the information that they have so here you have um so see now they talking about female genital uh, mutilation but really it is um it's called uh circumcision for women and it's the cutting maybe it's this maybe i could get it from here okay so, no it's, it's it isn't the organ so i don't know why they sitting up here talking about the organs okay maybe it's this one britannica okay so female genital cutting um basically it is like uh there are a wide variety of cultures that have resulted in including procedures that um that allows the removal of certain tissue around the genital area and so this is called a female circumcision a woman women's circumcision so what they do is that they cut around they cut around certain parts of the genital the, the female genital and and they just cut around it and that's um it's kind of a it's a small procedure that is done in certain cultures so i actually seen a video of it um let me see here maybe the world I, I see that they have it on the World Health Organization let's see what they talking about here so they don't have it then I'm talking about anything okay so so it says the uh, clitoridectomy that's what it's called clitoridectomy involves the partial or total removal of the clitoris in some cases the Prepulse clitoral hood is also removed. Excision involves the partial or total removal of the clitoris and the li- libia minora. It can also include the removal of the libia majora. Infibulation, also called pharonic um, circumcision, the vaginal opening is reduced by removing all the parts of the external genitalia, the clitoris, labia menorah and labia majora and sewing pinning or otherwise causing the remaining tissue to fuse together during the healing process these those procedures that cause genital trauma but do not fit types one through three um, may involve nicking piercing scraping or categorizing the genitalia placing caustic substances in the vagina or other practices So the operation is often performed without anesthesia and under conditions that are not hygienic. The physiological repercussions generally increase with the amount of cutting girls subject to type three experience larger numbers and more serious consequences than do girls subject to less invasive. Short-term consequences can include severe bleeding, tetanus, and other infections, deep debilitating pain and death long-term consequences can include difficulty expelling urine and menstrual blood painful uh, sexual intercourse urethral uh, scarring or closure and long delays during childbirth that can lead to death of the mother or the child in some groups that practice infibulation notably those in Sudan Women are reinfibulated after the birth of each child in other groups such as those from Somalia, postpartum reinfibulation is not common. So what this means is that women get circumcised, okay? And I wonder what I can do is show a video. Let's see the video. Um Maybe it's a different video that can explain it. Okay, that's a little bit too long. Okay, here's one for 2 minutes. Looks like they have just a little practice video. So I wanted to make sure that this is um this is for adults um if you are under the age of of 18 please seek the uh permission of a adult so that you can watch this video this has a sensitive nature um that is talking about the woman's body so please make sure that you're getting permission this is for mature adult audiences only okay this is a two minute video um rejoin after uh, maybe five minutes okay thank you So it says 500,000 women affected in Europe, 200 million in the world, in about 50 countries in Switzerland, ISLAM applications can be made with this motive, but few are, but few, but few are, and if help can be provided in the country of origin, it will be rejected. But about 15,000 migrants arrive in the country already. A number that is rising. Wait, hold on, they kinda going fast. A number that has been rising since 2001. UN self suspects, they they suspects cuttings take place. I can't, I can't even see what it says. Let me go back. They expect cuttings take place in the country. We were able to show in our 2012 study that 2% of the doctors, this is from Elizabeth Mueller, Elsbeth Mueller, director of uh, UNSF Switzerland, says we were able to show in our 2012 study that 2% of the doctors who took our survey had taken care of children who had a female 2% had a circumcision not long ago. This shows that girls who live in Switzerland either went Switzerland, either abroad shortly before their circumcision and came back or they were circumcised in Switzerland. So far, two cases have been tried, which led to prosecution and entourism. What is female circumcision? Three types. Removal of or part of the clitoris. Two, removal of the clitoris and inner vaginal lips. So that is normally the, the second one that they're describing here. This is the one that I usually have read about the second one where they have the removal of the clitoris and inner vaginal lips and so that is in many cultures where they feel that women that are not circumcised are not clean okay but it's just the same way in like some cultures like they say well why do americans use paper toilet paper to wipe themselves when in fact you should wash up after each restroom use so it's really about perception it's about culture but um i want to get back to the word of god on this so it's a couple more minutes left so actually not a couple it's a little bit over a minute left so so the second one is the removal of the clitoris and the inner vaginal lips and so like i said that is what's being done in many cultures um and so some women that don't get circumcised are they can be perceived as unclean but you know it just really depends on the culture like i said in some cultures they also feel that using toilet paper is unclean as well like americans they wipe themselves with paper who does that you know so it's really about perception so it says the vagina is sewn shut leaving a small opening so they basically they sew it together and sometimes this can be done as a punishment when women in some cultures when they have um they have sex before marriage and that their husband they husband find out they will get this type of a punishment this can also be viewed as a level of punishment so it isn't just uh it doesn't just show a level of uncleanness it also shows that it could be um viewed as a form of punishment or used as a form of punishment so what are the consequences the cutting is extremely painful it leads to bleeding sometimes in the worst case death pain during sex difficulties giving birth and psychological trauma i am ashamed to have endured quite contradictory sentence I was the victim I'm not guilty of what I had to endure okay so so hers sounds like it was a level of punishment because she's saying that she's not guilty of what she had to endure so um I don't want to assume what she did but what, what I'm saying is I know that in some cultures what happens is if they had sex prior to marriage It can be used as a mechanism for punishment and so i'm not sure if that is what has occurred in her place um but it's something where she was basically accused of something that she feels that she was not guilty of in order for her to have to endure it and so i only say that because i don't like assuming so the next thing she says is but i was deeply ashamed to have endured it because for me it was such a barbaric act demonstrating such ignorance that I didn't want to be associated with it more info and help on excision okay so what I can do is post this video Um, but I'll have to use some caption on it you know it is sensitive in nature Um, but I what, what I wanted to specifically say here above all else you know God wants us to make sure That we're looking at his word from what the scripture says and so that's X I'm sorry that's Romans chapter 2 verse 25 through 29 and I I would like to read 29 uh, verse 29 again No, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly and circumcision is circumcision of the heart so you want to make sure you're getting circumcised from your heart by the spirit not by written code right because outwardly you 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 can you can clean your face up you can have all the plastic surgery you want but on the inside you're still going to be unclean if you are a bad person if you are an evil person you know so what you what you have to do is work on yourself internally inwardly and allow God to you know cleanse you because a person's praise is not from other people but from God that's the ending part of that scripture so you are more blessed than you realize okay so let's look at acts 17 uh 24 through 26. the god who made the world and everything in it is the lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples okay i read this one yesterday so um going back to this article let me go to the article and then i can start on the article tomorrow um so in figure three of this article we talk about sanitary products um in the market right so we see that sanitary napkins is slightly higher than the other type of uh products maybe like the administration cup right or um the tampons so the sanitary napkins is more prominently used than any other product so 88% of women use homemade solutions, 12% use commercial products. It says 35.3% use then sanitary pads with wings, 8.18% use tampons. And so about 8% use standard sanitary um, pads with wings, 56% use standard sanitary pads without wings. So 99% are commercial products that are sales from disposable sanitary pads. Okay. So we now we can now look at the different health concerns that these um, products carry. And so this is not just for people that are in India. All right, even though this study was done in India, There are a lot of women in America that are using sanitary napkins. Um, Unfortunately, it isn't just, you know, like a widespread discussion. It's not too much studies that have been done on it here in America. We have the India um, Toxics Links, who is focusing on the waste that America has not just on feminine care products, but also other many other different waste um, products. So when you look at some of the health concerns, the components of the sanitary pads and human exposure. We have this direct exposure. They have indirect exposure, Um, negligible exposure. So where they're negligent. And then you also have like this skin irritation. You have the uh, emollient top sheet um, that causes problems. You have the acquisition layer which is the cellulose polyester part of the uh, sanitary pad, right? And so all of these things um, cause, you know, components of many different health concerns. So you have the skin irritation, you have the acquisition layer, the cellulose polyester of the the pad, that's the acquisition layer. You have the super absorbent um, encapsulated with a non-woven sort of um, material. Then you have the back sheet, and now you have this adhesive, so you have all of these different things that are components in a sanitary pad. So just think of you know, some of the men that are listening, just think of your baby girls who are now having ministrations and now they're using sanitary pads. These acquisition layers of skin concerns, concerns like direct exposure, the negligent exposure, the indirect exposure from this adhesive, the back encapsulated, non woven. And what is that? It causes bacteria to go back inside of the vagina. When actually, a uh, woman's administration cycle is supposed to really help them shed the uterus for the month the uterus sheds it's shedding of all the bacteria cleansing out the body the internal uh, internal reproductive system of the woman the, the bacteria is coming out and so now instead of it coming out the the pads is making it travel back up the pads is making it go indirectly right back into the vagina so we see that the menstrual products have BPA and BPS, which can cause hindering and embryonic, um, embryo, embryonic uh, development in order to absorb more wetness. So they are commercially available. Um, but the process of this rayon bleaching, this dioxine, is released, um, releasing carcinogens and so this research study is suggests that there are short durations of exposures of dioxin that cause liver dysfunction right so this isn't just a pad that somebody is using where it is now helping them now it's is really really damaging the body so um in the united states there was a media report um based off of south korea regarding the harmful chemicals found in sanitary products that was made up of these synthetic materials they're volatile organic compounds that were found in two brands and they were um found in nine in uh xylene and all 11 other products that were considered for the study so you basically have these um these vocs that are harmful to humans in the short and long term right They can also cause irritation of the eyes and respiratory tract. They can cause headaches. They can cause dizziness, visual disorders, memory problems. You have long-term exposure that can induce irritation of the eyes, the nose and throat, nausea, fatigue, loss of coordination, dizziness, and damage to the liver, kidneys, and central nervous system. And this can also cause cancer so you have all of these different things happening right here and this was in a study of 64 different sanitary napkin brands in china found that these uh thank you so much for the love i appreciate that there were 64 different sanitary napkin brands uh found in china that um that had 98 percent of these materials found in the products right they are called Dethyl, uh, dibutylpathylate and bis which is um formed more than 60 percent of the concentrations so you can click on the article and read it it's actually on page 17 that i'm reading from so just go to page 17 and you'll be able to look at more in depth right um so in order to give a feeling of freshness many sanitary pad manufacturers add deodorizing agents so they'll they'll try to deodorize these things, but you cannot deodorize problems. How are you do deodorizing America, you were deodorizing China, you deodorizing, you know, all of these different countries with these problems. You can't deodorize it if you're deodorizing this stuff, it's not gonna do anything. So let me go ahead. I'm at the two hour mark. Let me finish this up tomorrow. Um I'm gonna start off with what do we do with menstrual waste, okay? So let me just start the share and go ahead and pray. So Father God, we come bother you for your throne throne of grace. Thank you so much for leading me in this discussion. We just thank you so much for allowing your word to be embedded in our hearts God. we ask that you protect your word and keep it hidden in our heart let us apply what we need to apply god give us discernment but most importantly god thank you so much for taking on our concerns we ask that you remove every barrier and obstacle out of our path lord god we ask that you remove the people out of our lives that mean us harm reveal those people to us so that we can pray for them and stay away from them lord god in the name of jesus christ but god we ask that you please allow your will to be done and most importantly, Lord God, we just ask that you open up doors that no man can open and no door and, and close the doors that no man can close. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for doors of opportunity to be open in our life. We thank you so much for just being who you are to us, God. In Jesus' name, it is sealed in your atomic blood. Amen. So thank you all so much for joining me. Um, please remember to share, share, and share again, yeah, okay? And Join me tomorrow while I finish this discussion on women's health. If you wanted to become an author, please do send me an email. If you needed some prayer, send me another email at uh, lawslifehealth@suddenchangescorporation.org. at I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you so much once again for joining me. You all have a good night.